People think that there's not enough hours in the day when there's really plenty of hours in the day. It's how are we being intentional with those hours? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Awesoming's podcast, where we highlight people pursuing their definition of, you guessed it, awesome. So buckle up and get ready for some more success story adventures and failures from Kentucky's tech and entrepreneur community. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Awesoming Podcast. I'm going to keep going because I always say this, but I'm really excited for this episode and the uh, the dynamic duo, the Bonnie and Clyde that I get to sit down with today, Adam and Jessica Bledsoe. And we're going to talk about their startup, Paver, how it's revolutionizing. I can't tell you the industry quite yet, but how it's revolutionizing in the Kentucky startup scene. And also really excited because this is another one of the Awesome Inc. Fellowship Fall 2021. Wow, it's a mouthful the cohort startups, and uh, really just excited to, to share their story, capture what they're doing. So with that, I'm going to pass it over to you guys. Adam, why don't you introduce the two of you, uh, give us a little bit of background of, of who you are, maybe your favorite cereal, whatever, just to get uh, people talking and uh, excited to meet you too. Sure. I'm Adam Bledsoe. I'm uh, up here in Louisville, Kentucky. I grew up in Laurel County. Um, we, I'm a big fan of technology, love everything technology related, and really got into uh, the Google Cloud space here over the last few years and really um, became a software developer. And I've always got Jessica right by my side, helping me kind of lead the charge. So she can tell you more. Yeah. So like Adam said, we actually both grew up in Laurel County. Um, he went to North Laurel. I went to South Laurel, um, <laughs> moved to Louisville after we graduated high school, went to college here and decided to kind of stick around. Um, we have both been in the technology space for a while. We had a service-based business before we started Paver, helping small businesses migrate to the cloud, primarily Google Cloud, since that we were Google Cloud partners. Um, which is what evolved eventually into paver, which I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into. Um, yeah. Your favorite cereal, sir? Oh, my favorite cereal is Fruity Pebbles. And another little fun fact about me with cereal is that I can't drink cereal without also having a cold Coke. And also I would eat cereal without milk if it was socially acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a Cinnamon Toast Crunch fan. Uh, can't go wrong. CTC is a fan favorite. Also, we, uh, we I got asked this question over the weekend with a group of my friends I was playing music with. And when I said Pebbles, everyone was like, you are a child. So it gives me so much reassurance <laughs> that another grown adult likes Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Thanks. Also, uh, I've never heard someone say they like to drink a Coke with their cereal. That's a, that's a first. So thanks know, for breaking the norm. It's weird, but it's a good, I, I recommend you try it. It has <laughs> to be like ice cold though. Don't, okay, you know, ice cold. And it gotcha. needs to be a can too. Can knock the specifics. <laughs> so, so good. Well, why, why not this Jessica, I'm going to pass the ball back to you. Why don't you give me a little background of, of, uh, some of your, your professional life and what you've done to get us to where we are today. Again, we're going to be talking about your startup paver here in a moment, but want to know what you've done, what your background is that helped you get to this point. And then Jess, why don't you share a little bit and then Adam follow up after. Yeah. So I, we actually started our first business while I was still in college. So I, I really, neither one of us spent a whole lot of time in like the corporate or professional space. We really dove straight into entrepreneurship pretty early on in our, in our early twenties. 
and um, started our first business, which, like I said, was a, an IT services company. And we really were in the beginning just kind of all things IT for small businesses. If you needed a network or you needed a printer or you needed your computer fixed, whatever that might be. And that's kind of where we started and then evolved more into a focus on uh, cloud migrations helping those businesses integrate and automate their business systems. Um, so I, before that, I had just a, a very tiny career in real estate and property management uh, before we, we started that business. And, and Adam had some additional technical knowledge, which is what obviously led to us starting the business. He knew what he was doing. We weren't just, <laughs> we weren't just you know, learning as we go in that regard. Um, but yeah, we, we really dove straight into entrepreneurship and loved it and, never had to do that worst case scenario, which was when we first started the business, we were like, okay, well, what's the worst that could happen? We just have to go get real jobs. And we're, you know, we're over a decade in almost at this point, and we've never had to get those real jobs. So I like to say we've avoided the worst case scenario. Adam, what about yourself? Um, so I started um, I, in college in engineering, got into technology and really started learning stuff, a lot of stuff on the job and really just kind of continue to pursue that. So um, finally got to the point where I wanted to start my own business um, and Jessica supported it. She's like, what the worst is going to happen? You're just going to, have to go get another job. So we dove into doing IT services, but as an infrastructure person, really just kind of continue to really study the cloud and figure out what's going on there, really studying apps and really just kind of continue to get more into software and, you know, being into the IT services and trying to support people, we really continue to kind of evolve towards the cloud. So I was trying to move, you know, servers to the cloud and understand that, but you continue just to kind of dive into software and this whole, you know, software as a service idea. So we continue to move people to Google Cloud specifically um, because I kind of feel like it was a leading in terms of you know, the competitive edge. And specifically, we're talking about like Google Docs where you can both work in the same thing. So we really pushed, uh, you know, that as far as we could. So we helped a lot of businesses move from wherever they're at, whether it was Microsoft or literally just their files on their computer to the cloud, so to speak, in this Google workspace world. And what we continued to find was the calendar was just kind of underserved. So I really kind of got to a point where I decided I need to build you know, build this uh, out. So we really started. It's really we just learning as we go in here. So, you know, at when we got to the cloud, we really just like, you know, what is this? We have to figure this out. Now we get into software. We figure that out and we kind of get to the point where we need to learn how to code. And I've you know, figured that out as well. So um, not a lot of super professional uh, experience other than just going and figuring it out. College of YouTube. <laughs> hey, that is well, one. That's awesome. Figuring out that that's uh, that's one of our sacred acronyms here at Awesome Inc. FIO. Figure it out. Uh, you can learn a lot by doing that way. And also the school of YouTube. Absolutely, YouTube was one of my best friends and biggest biggest uh, aids when I was in college for uh, learning how to program. Uh, again, so glad to hear that you guys are on the, we're on the same page. So again, talk about cloud based. We're going to be moving to what we're talking about, which is your current software as a startup, Paver. What exactly is your startup? What are you guys solving? Yeah, so Paver is a digital calendar analytics app. So when you think about all of that important information that you're putting into your calendar, you're putting where you're going, when you're going, who you're meeting with, all of those important details about your day are already going into the calendar. 
but there's never really been a great way to get all of that information out of the calendar. And like Adam said, this was a problem that we kept seeing with the clients that we were servicing in that service business and that they needed that calendar data because they relied so heavily on their calendar to really um, build out their team and their day and just their entire infrastructure of their business. Really, they were relying on it and, and couldn't really get that that information out of there. So we've created a way with pavers so that it connects directly with your Google Calendar. It's a Google Calendar add-on currently so that you can put more data into the calendar and you can extract all of the data out of the calendar and really start to analyze how you're spending your time, what you're doing with your day, your week, your month, and make sure that you're making the most of that time because people think that there's not enough hours in the day when there's really plenty of hours in the day. It's how are we being intentional with those hours? Yeah, Jess, thanks so much for sharing that. I remember when I first started working here, my uh, compadre, Keith Thickbun, shout out Keith. He told me as a 22, I think you're old. I think that's what it was. He said, hey, now that you're working, you need to live and die by your calendar. And might sound extreme, but what you just said, time is the one asset we can never get back. And a lot of people do wish they had you know, more time for X, Y, and Z in their life. But one of the things that's been most helpful for me is, hey, if I'm going to read for 15 minutes, as silly as it sounds, throw that in my calendar. If I'm going to go on a walk, yeah. throw that in my calendar. Uh, again, it can, it can sound silly, but it does help you get an actual breakdown of your day. So I love that you guys have created this. I know I've been using it. It's been a helpful tool. Adam, let me pass the ball over to you. Where did this idea come from? Uh, so we worked with a lot of businesses, moving them to the cloud. And as you move them over there, their calendar data is always super critical to them. You know, there's people who live and die by their calendars. So um as we're doing that, we're finding there's a lot of, you know, service-based businesses specifically who are trying to put appointments or bookings on their calendar. And they're trying to keep track of a lot of detail inside of like just the calendar notes. Um, so that really marinated for a while. And I was like, somebody really just needs to put it right on top of the calendar. And, you know, part of our experience with moving people to apps was that they're just overwhelmed with this whole experience of moving to a new app, a new interface, but also they don't want any apps they don't absolutely have to justify. So calendars are already part of what you're doing. So we really just wanted to build upon that. So marinating on that, you work with, you know, uh, bourbon tour companies or food trucks or plumbers who all are trying to put stuff on a calendar. And some of those companies won't ever have a software specifically to do what they do. So they're just going to put it on the calendar. So this is really trying to help amplify that. But also in the professional world, you know, there's people who have to defend their time and figure out where their time's going so they can maximize it. So it really is trying to help everybody at this immediate moment. Yeah, that's so good. One of my, one of my questions is, again, as a startup, you guys are working, you're putting in time and effort. There's no question as to what you guys are investing into this. What makes your product stand apart from competition? I can only imagine if I went to the Chrome extension store and I typed in calendar reporting tool, calendar analytics tool, I'd probably have a couple matches. So what makes you guys stand apart from competition? Yeah, so the first thing is that we're not actually a Chrome extension. So there is a, there's a difference between a Chrome extension and an add-on. So the add-on is actually available to you directly from your calendar. So if you're looking at your calendar in the web browser, you've got this sidebar that lives on the right-hand side. Um, there's a little arrow down in the corner if you don't see it to click to expand it, but then there's a plus sign that you'll see where you can add add-ons. And this is throughout Gmail, Docs, Drive, but 
ours is calendar specifically. So if you do that, it'll take you to the add-on marketplace where you can install it. And even if you did type that in as a Chrome extension or in the web store, there's actually not a whole lot of competition right now in that space, but there is clearly no shortage of other productivity and time management apps and things that don't integrate directly with the Google Calendar. And that was really the thing that Adam mentioned that we knew that these businesses were experiencing app fatigue is what we call it, where you're just overwhelmed with the number of apps it takes to run your business. And so we didn't really want to create another app that they were going to have to download that was going to be a standalone. We wanted to create something that would work directly on the calendar because we know that that's something that you're already using. And for most people, you're never going to stop using that calendar. You know, it's like once you start using it, you're never going to stop using it. So we wanted something that would lay directly on the calendar itself. And for us, that meant one, that it was going to be easier for the user to adopt and two, that it was going to be easier for them to create that habit of continually using it because you're only as good as the data that you give it. And so we don't want it, we didn't want it to be an extra step to have to open Paver as a separate app in your web browser, even on your phone. We wanted it something that just felt naturally integrated into the calendar you're already using. That's awesome. Again, I, I totally knew that it was an add-on. Just wanted to give the hypothetical what if somebody <laughs> went and looked. So again, actually that's a pretty cool saying. I've never heard of app fatigue. So yeah, that that's cool even hear that on my end. So Adam, again, you guys are talking about your software as a service. How are you guys going to make money? So yeah, we're moving uh, into the newest release here. Um, it's basically the fourth revision. Uh, this one is really fine-tuned based off features and feedback we've got from our customers. And with this one, there is going to be a limit on how many reports you can generate before we actually start talking about monetization. So we're you know rolling out monetization here over the rest of the, you know, really we're trying to get it out ASAP. Yeah, it'll be out by the end of the quarter and it's a subscription-based model. So you'll pay um, per month based on how many, essentially how many calendars you need. So if you're a, a solo calendar user, you'll have one price with one kind of set of features. If you have multiple calendars, which is really more for our business and heavy calendar users, um, you'll have a, a different price, but we want to keep it super affordable. So you're looking at five to $7 per month to be able to access the, the app. Yeah, downright to pragmatic. Love hearing that. So you guys are also part of the Awesome Fellowship Program. That's no easy feat. Congratulations. Wanted to, to hear from the two founders themselves. What are you guys hoping to accomplish over the next calendar year while being a part of the fellowship, whether that is personally, professionally, whatever. I would just love to hear from you guys what some of the goals you're working towards are. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that we both really appreciate being in a fellowship with other founders. We find value in having just a circle of people who are going through similar things or have been through similar things and people just to bounce ideas off of, but also to kind of hold you accountable to the things that you say you're you're going to do as a as an entrepreneur, it's really easy to um, to second guess yourself and to maybe push off your priorities. And I know for us, we have continued to push off the monetization of the app just because you always feel like there's something more you can do. There's something better you can do. There's something, there's always something that you can be working on. And um, 
you know, our first meeting with the fellowship, it was kind of like, okay, by the end of this fourth quarter, we are going to have that monetization subscription model pushed out. And knowing that I'm going to have to go back and report on if we did that or not, I'm much more likely to actually make sure (laughs) that it gets done. Um, But knowing that we are launching that subscription model, I really think over the next year, we're going to be met with a whole new set of challenges, um, just in having something that people are now paying for and that we're trying to monetize and, and being able to, like I said, just have some people to to help us through that process because it's, you know, it's our baby. And so now that people are paying for it, nobody wants to hear their baby's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a great thing. I, yeah. I love hearing that. It's so cool. Hey, Adam, you want to chime in and piggyback off Jessica about the fellowship? Uh, so yeah, like she said, the community of other entrepreneurs who are going through some of the same life experiences we are, um, some of the amazing resources that are being offered to really be able to kind of take us to the next level, um, is, is just amazing. So, so good. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the things we continue to hear feedback wise the most is how valuable being around, you know, the heat, so to speak, being around other entrepreneurs, you know, that are just grinding it out, trying to make their companies profitable, grow, gain traction, all the good stuff is. So I'm glad to hear that you guys appreciate it. Keith, you're doing a great job wherever you are. And then last but not least, you guys are a business. So how can people support Paver? What do they need to do, Jessica? Yeah, so if you're a Google Calendar user, obviously the first thing that we would like to do is invite you to install Paver. You can get it from the marketplace. And I know we've talked a lot about it being for business and small businesses specifically, just because that's who we were working with and how we got the idea for Paver. But we've learned over the last um, 18 months or so that we've had the app out there that it's not just for you know small businesses or service-based businesses. We've had a ton of users in the education space. I think we all know right now educators are really going through it. They're spending you know part of their time in the classroom, part of their time teaching on Zoom or in Google Class. And we've found that Paver has been really beneficial to them because they are continuing to get asked for more and more and more. And they've been able to leverage Paver to say, here are all the things that are already on my calendar. I don't have the capacity to take on more. If you want me to take on something more, then you're going to have to take something off of this calendar. And we'd love to see that. We actually have a a school district in Oklahoma City. Pretty much the entire school district has um, adopted paper, and that's been a really cool journey. Nonprofits have also been another sector that we didn't really see coming. But, you know, most nonprofits are funded by grants, and they have to report back on those grants on how they're spending the time and the resources towards that grant. But when you're working on multiple grants at a time, it can be difficult to track, but they're putting those things on their calendar already. So they're leveraging paper to um, to use that data so they can report back on those grants. So, um, it, you know, it's not it's not just for those service-based businesses. It's really beneficial to them just because your time is literally money when you're, you're charging by the hour. And that's a, a huge part of who our customer base is. But we continue to be surprised by the use cases that we get. One of my um, we have like an email funnel. So once you install Paver, you get a series of emails. And one of the emails I sent out is just like, hey, quick question. Why did you install Paver? And I'm continuously surprised by the answers that I get because it's just things that I never would have thought of. I'm not I'm not an educator, so I never really would have thought of that. So it's been great hearing those stories. And really, if you're a Google Calendar user, we would love for you to install it. Just become more intentional and aware of your time and, and see if, if you find the benefit in that. And um, yeah, we're, we're learning and we're growing and we love to hear from our users. You'll get that email from me if you sign up and I absolutely would love for you to hit reply and, and tell me how it's going. Well, there you go. That's how you can be a customer of Paver and support their business. So if you have app fatigue, go ahead and get Paver. 
Adam, Jessica, any final comments from either one of you? No, I, we just, you know, we appreciate you having us on here. We're super excited to be part of the fellowship. We love Kentucky. We want to invest back into Kentucky and we really want to make that a part of our journey as we continue on. So, you know, just keep an eye out. Big things coming. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Awesomings Podcast. And another quick thank you to Lee Rosevere and a few members from our community who provide the music that you hear in this show. Lastly, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz, or even better, come on down to our space. Come be a part of our community and get plugged in and let's start something awesome together. You guys rock. We'll see you next time.